When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Thursdays, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com, also on the My Talk app. And we keep navigating the coronavirus crisis just like our clients. We are still featuring opening, open for business Monday through Friday on our weekday show. So here directly from My Talk advertisers to find out how they've adjusted to serve you and how they're keeping their employees safe. You can tune in live or catch up on what you missed at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword open. And now we have a very special Hollywood fabulous superstar guest joining us. Oh, I can't believe he, he answered our phone call. I know. Isn't that so yes. nice? Yes. I love it when they do this. Uh, we know that, you know, Matt Damon, he's flirted with being an a-hole here and there with some of his um, uh, mansplaining that he's yes. guilty of. But you know what? Every guy can be guilty of mansplaining, really. He's let's a good guy. It. But I mean, yes, let's face yes. it, that is a that is a true thing. We, that is something we used to yell at Donnie about. Mm-hmm. We we're like, you're mansplaining to us. We're going to no. have to say, you're Holly-splaining, but Holly don't talk that much. Well, you, you, <laughs> and Holly isn't a guy, and she's not going to do that kind of mansplaining. But anyway, so Matt Damon was filming a Ridley Scott movie uh, in Ireland in this... Uh, at least he was staying in this village called Dalkey, which is where Bono lives, and I guess Enya lives there. It's about a half hour from Dublin. It's on the on the seashore, isn't it? it? A lot of Ireland. It's is not it? that big. If I you've have ever never been, been there, there. Oh, I've it's never beautiful. Been there. Uh-uh. It's, Ireland is a wonderful, wonderful destination, and they love Americans. Fantastic. They they really yes, do because they've got gonna... so many relatives that you yes. know immigrated here. So anyway, so. The, the movie is called The Last Duel, and it shut down production in um, early March, right before the pandemic hit. And he went viral when a, lo- a local got a photo of him about to go swimming and holding a plastic bag, shopping bag with all of his crap in it. Sure. And um, he's posed with locals, and they're so protective of him that they have shrugged off, like, New York Times... Uh, journalists, different tabloid journalists have tried to get in touch with people who live in the village of Dalkey to give something up yeah, tell on us him. Something. And they know they're they're like maybe, I guess, the Minnesota thing where they're protective about the they're famous people. people and they're not really going to give up anything. So anyway, I guess it was Bono who listens to these guys on this Dublin radio station. Okay. And they have been talking for the whole, you know, seven weeks or whatever since they learned that he was there, we 
we got to get Matt Damon on. Right. We got to get him to call in our radio show. I'm envisioning kind of like we would do forever. Well, oh, what yeah. we've tried to do with Curtis Sinfeld, yes. who's Where obviously you... busy writing her next book because we want want to interview you, Curtis. We're we don't know how to book her. We, we don't, don't know, know how to book, how to book uh, an author. An author right is she now. local? Yes, she lives here, but she's moved we've... here. We've she was our very first author guest ever for a book called Prep. In like two thousand three, which has the best cover ever. Yeah, a white with a prep belt. So anyway, we just thought that she was listening. So it's been Curtis, like that, you know. And people you know have tweeted <laughs> us and all of that. Send out the bat signal, please. Yeah, I mean, I know we could just contact her publishing house, but we're quite frankly too lazy. Well, I'm and starting we to realize it's not that easy booking books. Yes, like from. It isn't because I just oh that's why Donnie said call me if you need anything. I, I sent him re- I sent him a text while we we're on the air today. I'm like where we're where? referring to books, Holly, because yeah. that's such a big part of our show. Oh yeah, well you have to get in contact with the publicists and then you have to make sure but that they're been, in the time we've zone. We've been completely oblivious. To we all didn't of have this. to do this before. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot of coordination. It's a whole new world for many people in many ways. Rubbing yes, your rubbing. belly and patting your hand at the same time while talking into the microphone. <laughs> yes. So anyway, then Damon started listening to this station, Spin 1038. And uh, and then, you know, Bono and his wife just said, yeah, man, just call in. Right. So this is uh, the audio from GMA. Uh, just kind of giving us the story yeah. on the story. Right when we arrived in Ireland, the movie was shut down. People of Dolkey, the small suburb where Damon and his family are self-isolating during the pandemic, has adopted the movie star as their own. But now, Damon's giving the exclusive scoop to a pair of Dublin radio hosts. Well, this is one of the most beautiful places we've ever been. Damon starred in the 2011 film Contagion. Oh. Yes, he did. So, of course, that did uh, come up in the interview talking about what's going on right now. Yeah, but he just was, you know, just calling in and they, he's going to, he wants to get back to L.A. His daughter. So we'll, we'll get that, oh, but okay. he wants to get back to L.A., but he they still have more filming. They were just taking like a, a two-week spring break break from the filming when all of this happened they still have eight more weeks of filming in Dalkey left right so he knows he's coming back to the vo- the village you can go ahead and play the next one holly anybody who says you couldn't predict this this was i mean just look at contagion 10 years ago we made a movie just by talking to experts and asking them well how would this look and how how kind of would it go down the start revealing that his daughter alexia came down with covid19 yeah well our oldest daughter's in college um obviously that's been you know, shut shut down. But um, she's in New York City, and she had COVID really early on, uh, along with her roommates, um, and uh, and got through it fine. So you know, he's like just dishing with him, and they yeah. were zooming in. He's got the uh, baseball hat on, and they were just like really having uh, fun talking. I think we've got one more interview. Cut. He's the nicest man in the world, James. You wouldn't believe. He ended up saying at the end of the interview. Graham, Nathan, when this all blows over, we might go for beers afterwards. Now, I don't know if that will happen, but even saying that is pretty cool. The Irish clearly fans of the actor, and he found a way to repay their kindness, surprising a frontline nurse from Dublin. Oh, my God! (laughs) Hey, Anais, how you doing? Thank you so much for what you're doing, Anais. I can't even tell you. you. I mean, 
this has been so horrible for everybody, but if there's any silver lining, it's that hopefully people are finally understanding how awesome you frontline workers are. Now, one of Ireland's most famous singers, Bono, actually lives nearby. And the story goes that he was the one that convinced Matt to call into the radio station. We're really glad that he did. And Why Matt is it? really hoping that he can keep the pandemic pounds away because they have they have a tutor for the kids mm-hmm. because they were all on location with him. Yes. So they were doing distant learning with their tutor, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so they're not even having the stress of... No, he says of that happening. He says it's been incredible being here. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Obviously, what's going on with the world's horrible, but he has his whole family with him, except for the kids. We have teachers. Yeah, except for his oldest daughter. You know, she's probably whatever. I swear, everyone who was in New York got it. I swear, so many people. You know, thank you, Doctor Julia. No problem. Yeah, that. But a lot of people. I mean, whoa, Matt Damon. Anyway, if anyone knows Curtis Sittenfeld, we never call Yeah, again, send out the back signal. Somebody right. knows. Oh, somebody, somebody. No, we've just been. No, but you know oh. Matt Damon is getting crap from all of his friends. Oh, yeah, only you would be stuck in this in magical place, place with your tutors. Teachers. And it's just yeah. so lovely. And, you know, it's a small contained island. So don't you don't have worry. all the worries. Uh, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like Hawaii, my gosh, I was reading this thing. So they're so, they're committed like New Zealand is. If that's the easy thing about being an island. You can you really can stop control. everybody from coming and in. So they had let it be known that if you were coming for your honeymoon or coming for a vacation, that you're going to have to quarantine in wherever you're staying for two weeks Yep. before you can go out and do anything. Not that there's that much to do because everything is shut there too. So they're arrest they they they're arresting people who leave their hotel. They know when they're they've checked in, and then they've got you know they're like that's how serious they don't want it on the island. No, well that's because how to contain be, it. It would yeah. be devastating. It would be. It would. Be. So my mom is reporting on well they arrested another couple that was today, and I thought who would go to Hawaii and you have to stay now if it's your honeymoon i guess you could stay in your room for 2 weeks but ooh you know, even a heard lot. beaches yeah. a lot of the good beaches were closed yes and they yeah, are the malls were open but the beaches were closed yeah it didn't make any sense no, so anyway but they're keeping their eye on you once you check in wow i know okay damian lewis have you watched billions not yet? yet okay not yet he was um in Homeland, Brody, and then he's been in Billions. And he was the only miscast of Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, he was Steve McQueen. Just, he distracted me out of the moment. He had a tragic wig, and he doesn't look anything like yeah. Steve McQueen. We were wondering how that would happen, but I, I was all in for it. Well, I can see why Tarantino sort of thought why da- Damien could pull it off with his squinty eye smile and i don't know but it, it the cameo really was just the worst that was the only real miss casting yes. on tarantino's part but um as for billions uh, he's doing some promotions because that i think this is the last season right of billions on showtime and he was asked about playing james bond okay oh, here's what he says okay i don't want to play james bond anymore I don't have that ambition. Well, good for him. So don't even speculate about me doing it. I'm not into it. I don't want to get that fit. 
I don't want to have to work that hard. I don't think he was ever in contention. No, I know, but I think I, anyone with an English accent. Yeah, for some but he's reason, a he's a ginger. I mean, you know, there can be died. I know, but anyway, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have been a good. See, I don't think he would have been no. a good James Bond. But they did ask him about playing um, Stephen Queen in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, what did he say? He said, "I just felt a bit like basically if John Bon Jovi was playing Robert Redford." who was trying to play Steve McQueen. That's sort of who I look like. And it didn't feel quite Steve McQueen because at least one of those people isn't very cool. It was too straight flowing and it looked like 80s soft rock. And the wig they used was a bit curlier and unkept and matted. And he said, people said, well, you look like McQueen. And so there you go. So he wasn't a fan either. He wasn't a fan of his look. (laughs) Who told him he looked like Steve McQueen? Well, I have no idea. He said people were trying to make him happier with his tragic wig. So, and um, whether or not he thinks Bobby Axelrod is an a-hole. Bobby Axelrod has always been an a-hole. Always. On Billions. That's his character in Billions. Yeah. I never liked him. And I have always been wondering... How they just wrote Malin Ackerman, who played uh, his wife, right out of the show with no explanation. They get divorced. He had two kids. It was like the writers decided that is the one lazy thing they did on the show, mm-hmm. that she would just be banished to somewhere. And I wonder what the dirt is on why they got rid of Malin Ackerman's character. Yes. It feels like I something... I saw her walking with her son and her husband on the beach in a... In... On, in People Magazine last week. Yeah. That's what she's doing. Now. I think she's done dirty. I just think that. Yeah, we don't know the story there, but we I don't do know. feel like there is one. And then Goldie Hahn, uh, oh. Holly posted this. Holly. She's a dancer. She's on a mini trampoline. Remember when those were everything? My dad had one. Okay. Goldie still has hers uh-huh. from 1987. And she uh-huh. is encouraging her people twirl like no one's watching. But Casey walked through the room when Entertainment Tonight was on. He said... And he just stopped and he just said, why did, why did she let someone film her doing that? I said, she's encouraging us to move, twirl like no one's watching. But I mean, he just was like, it's not, it's not a, um, she's no, I'll tell you what it is, Julia. Her knees hurt. She was jumping on that baby trampoline. Like her knees hurt because her butt was sticking out and she was, you know, that's what I think. to do it. It was, it's not a. Something shouldn't be filmed. I'm with oh. my brother on this one. I am with my brother because, like, I would never want myself filmed doing that. On a mini trampoline? Bouncing. Oh, but Bouncing. she's getting it, though. Arms up, like, yeah, butt out. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, Julia, you just filmed yourself right. talking to wigs, wigs in, in, bed. in bed. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ed, but Ray. I had on eyelashes. I had on a disguise. Oh. Well, I had on a disguise. I had my mask on. I thought Goldie looked good. I, I just think it's so funny because I did think it looked funny. Because she was jumping like her knees hurt. That's all. You know, I like that Goldie does her own Insta. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, okay, All we're right. going to go with that. We're, and we're going to go. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Yeah, we got to talk about Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. They are threatening to sue a woman for lying and defamation who says that she is carrying Tristan Thompson's child. Mm-hmm. No, that she already had that he fathered the baby. Well, well that she is the father. So a paternity he's test. He's the father. Okay, yes, sorry, geez. very Maury Povich. All of this. Is, yes, I have to say that. All right. So here's what ha- is happening: Khloe Kardashian and her ex Tristan Thompson. I mean, will we call him her ex at this point? I don't well, know. I guess. I, I mean, it is her ex. I, she started dating him as his other girlfriend was six months pregnant. So little true has an older brother who's like, you know, 10 months older, or one year yes. older than she is. He is a messy man. And which, then he cheated on her with her sister's best friend, Jordan Woods. Yes. And then uh, he kissed her. He probably did something with somebody else yes. uh, more than And this. we saw when even Chloe was pregnant. Remember, he was He's a cheating with dog. someone at the Ritz Carlton yes, in yes, New York. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Well, and then Us Weekly reporting that the two of them are just like a couple while they're self-isolating together. All right, so now that we have all of that set. Okay, so is a Kardashian lawyer confirming stuff? Well, yes, and their lawyer confirming all of this is Marty Singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, high-powered Hollywood attorney. So Marty Singer sent a cease and desist letter to Kimberly Alexander. And in this cease and desist letter, they say, we, Chloe and Tristan, demand that you immediately stop defaming them with malicious defamatory lies and fabrications about the paternity of her child. So according to this letter, Tristan had previously taken a paternity test. Which means he knew he slept with her. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you. In which it was unequivocally proven that he is not the father of Alexander's child. So I guess the child is has been birthed. I mean, I'm, I'm not particularly clear on this because how else would you take a paternity test while the child yeah, is... No, the kid has been born. Yeah. The, kid, the kid has been born. I think it's because this gal, this woman, is upset because she thinks the, 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 the lab, which... Tristan and Chloe, they said that we'll take care of it. She right. doesn't trust the lab results. Yeah, well. And so she's been posting about it. And then a celebrity website, because Chris Jenner gets a ping anytime yes. certain names are mentioned, 
It, it's a website I've never even heard right. of. But she's requesting that they take a second paternity test. That yes. 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 And they published all of this. And Marty Singer, their attorney, Chloe and Tristan's attorney, says that that test was performed at one of the nation's most reputable labs and it was approved by her lawyer. So they're saying, look, you approved for this paternity test to be taken here. So why are you complaining? Also, this letter alleges that Kimberly Alexander defamed Chloe by claiming she had paid people off to shut them up. Whoa, well. As well as Tristan by claiming he's a deadbeat dad. Well, well I hope she does no, but, but it Lori, up this but, gal. Yeah, because, because it's not true. You don't I think Kimberly was fired. Her attorney was Lisa Bloom. And she fired you know, they claim that Kimberly was fired from Lisa Bloom's firm after all this. They fired the client. Yeah. I don't like that Lisa Bloom. Oh, she really remember what was her Oh, she defended what uh, Well, she's the daughter of Gloria Allred. No, but she defended the big one that started the whole Me Too. Harvey Weinstein. Yep. Remember so, she, yeah. she had a book coming out by him and then she just went on the wrong side and put her stake and this in the sand. This looks bad like she fired yep. her client because oh, well, if he's not going to be the dad, there's not going to be there's any money. There's not going to be money. <laughs> yeah, very problematic. So, Marty Singer adding in this letter, it's obvious the reason you were spreading these lies about my clients is because you want your 15 minutes of fame. No, she wants her money. <laughs> and, yeah. And she's a uh, Chloe and Tristan are demanding that Kimberly stop defaming them on social media and elsewhere. Remove any damaging posts about them or she's going to be sued. So they're not suing this woman. This is just a threatening letter from Chloe and Tristan's attorney. Now, when you get a threatening letter from Marty Singer, that means that a lot of money is behind it. Yeah. So listen, he's Kimberly has a four year old. The girlfriend before Chloe has a three year old and Chloe has the two year old. Why does anyone right want to keep going out with Tristan Thompson? It's just so tiring. It is. Chloe's going to get back with him. I wouldn't be surprised if she gets pregnant during the COVID. Chloe is dumb to do that. We know that. I know they're taking a pact. They've taken a pact. Let's have let's have children with the worst men possible. I mean, Chloe's already been planting the seeds, so to speak. And then get her with the Kardashians. And then fake uterus outrage, you, you know, at all the people. For and they're wondering, living together. Yeah, I wouldn't live with him unless he was in a whole contained garbage bag. <laughs> Jeez, he obviously, like you said, does not wear condoms. No. no. And not he's not faithful because his son, Prince, is three with the girlfriend, yeah. and then tr- the other girl, the true is two, and, and then he's got a four-year-old with this other yeah. girl. Oh, If man. it's not, but, you know. Busy. All right. Good. Well, sources are starting to talk about Mary-Kate Olsen's divorce with oh, Olivier good. Sarkozy. Exclusively at People.com this afternoon, a source explaining the split between Mary-Kate Olsen and Olivier Sarkozy. That's- so, would you say this is Mary-Kate's team that's given the word to, oh, because it's wouldn't be his team talking to well, people. Well, I want your read on okay, this. So okay. this is the quote. She's super career focused and he's very French and wanted her to be more available. You can't control a girl who's been on the billionaire track since her 20s. Huh. I, this is coming from uh, Team Mary-Kate. They want to... She's not ready to be middle-aged and settled down. And she's realized she smoked more cigarettes with him in the last eight years. She needs to get away. She needs to get away, and she doesn't really want to be bossed around. 
Who and would? A, and an, sometimes an older person will boss you around, especially if he's a guy. Not only is he mansplaining in a great French accent, but you're tired of it. And there you go. <laughs> Thank you. And then we'll move on. Yes. Because we have nothing more to say about that at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Now we have... Just tell him your theory, Lauren. Scared. I, well, I've already had a couple <laughs> theories today. You well, had a lot. You I've had a lot today. I know, but Thursdays I really get an influx of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so uh, we've all had this theory that we might have different names for it, but we'll just call it the Corona Days, and that's the fact that what day is it? We've all lost track of no date. Yeah. Day. I week. thought today was Friday. Okay. I have to be honest, and the date. Who the heck knows? Well, guess what, Julia? Uh, this theory has now been proven okay. uh, with a poll okay. of, of 2,000 Americans. This is a new poll. And guess what? The average person can't seem to recall which day it is at least five times during the week. Oh, 100%. Don't five times. Think? It's a lot. Oh, yeah. 80% said each day is just like the one before at this point. <laughs> of the people didn't even know what day it was when they were asked to participate in the survey. Hysterical. (laughs) Hysterical. And a significant portion of people said they're struggling 65% to stay motivated. Um, 75% have given up on real clothes, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. and spend all day every day in sweats or pajamas. And it's very hard for people to work out of their homes. Well, ergonomically... People, no, no, no. I'm oh, going to tell you the number why? one reason in this... Interruptions. No. People constantly feel unprepared for the professional Zoom calls. It's okay. causing people a lot of anxiety. anxiety. To, to get dressed for them? To get dressed, to, to the right look background. good. A friend of mine I talked to this morning, and she just said, I have so many Zoom meetings and just stay focused i hate them i can't wait till i we get the all clear i am not focused i'm not efficient she just said it's completely becomes about how you're looking because you know she's like and everyone's looking you don't know who's looking at you like if you were in a conference room in a meeting people are looking down people are looking over there i mean that camera is always on you and you have to stay looking at it i need so many to-do lists when i was in meetings at carlson companies because i knew somebody else would type up all the crap this has been (laughs) this has been something am i i've got a theory i have been your b-i-t-c-h for so long reading your emails Printing the papers. Go get the staples. Julia, we're out of staples. Julia. I, I've got, now that Donnie's gone, I've we've got new <laughs> responsibilities that I don't know that I like. Well, the truth comes out. <laughs> the truth there comes out. Yeah, 69% say they can't work, focus at work, at home. And what else? And yet- People are trying, half of us are trying to keep up an exercise program. Oh. Just half. And um, such good. Now, guess what? This is just cracks me up. This is so American. One way that Americans are staying positive 
these days is that they're using snacks as a motivator. <laughs> oh, man, you set your clock by the time when you get a snack. You're like, it's 3 p.m. a time for a snack. Oh. 4.30, time for a snack. Great. I have a friend who can't have a glass of wine. She only gets gives herself one, but she can't have it till 8 o'clock at night. There you go. Up from 6 to 7, now it's up to 8. Yeah, uh, like, 40% of people say they are using snacks as a motivator for themselves. But get guess what? That's funny. It's Cheeto o'clock. That's yes, right. exactly. <laughs> Seventy percent of people said they're eating their snacks way before their motivation oh. plan, and you know they're breaking their own. Well, the best intentions go just—it doesn't matter because yeah. it doesn't matter. It felt like that for so long. Nothing really matters. I kind of feel like this is give you know like we're all. This is one way in that a lot of people are seeing, um, you know, like okay, I'm not. Everyone is feeling this way. Um, what else did we say? It's refreshing. Yeah, it is. Um, why are people snacking so much? Well, they're Bored. at home, close access, boredom, coping mechanism, relieving stress. Yeah. I have no... I feel like my jeans are tight. Like, at the beginning of all this, I was losing weight. Laura, you look like you've lost more weight. No, no, no. Julia, I can feel the tamale, chardonnay, sourdough. But you don't... It's... But I, you know what, I, Casey and I have, have been having comfort meals. You know, we've been I, takeout comfort meals. I think that's been okay. I think whatever... I don't care. I think, yeah, whatever anyone's had to do to get through this... You're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no judgment. I feel like there's absolutely no judgment. I was talking to a friend who gained 10 pounds yeah. during this. And I said, you know what? No judgment. You're, That's what we all said we're, about we're this. We're all just doing how we can do it. And there is, watching more TV does lead to more snacking. Well, because you need something else. And maybe you're you watching something always... tense. Right. Like I was watching the Korean zombie movie when all this started. <laughs> You know, kingdom and fifteenth uh, century. I mean, you know, and I, I, I swear, I ate a three-pound bag of tamales. Oh, yum! Cinnamon it tamales so good. in a month. Tell Casey to go get us some more. We could he use just got here. me another oh, three-pound bag Bring today some in for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Those are so. Anyway, good. so we're all snacking oh, right yeah. now, and nothing uh, really matters. And people are frustrated and mad at themselves for eating so much, but we're not going to stop until you know. Maybe so we have to go out somewhere and we <laughs> right. actually have a plan. Right, exactly. Okay, so remember there at the beginning of this whole shutdown, everyone kept saying, Oh, it's gonna be like a, you know, deer hunting season. There's a plethora of babies that are born in July, you know, the oh, hunting like season. The COVID season. Yeah, that we're gonna have all these babies, a baby boom, a coronavirus baby we, boom. Uh, no. Ixnay on the, the baby boom. That's right. Survey says no. That's right. Ixnay on the sex A. Survey, yeah, this is a study, says not so fast. Uh, because here's the deal over 81% of people said they are actively looking not to conceive during COVID 19. Uh, it's too much havoc. And it's so expensive. I mean, a child is expensive. Let's just be honest. Yeah. 81% yeah. said no, 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 And also, no. a lot of people aren't feeling very sexy. Well, With the anxiety and some other things going on? Uh, no. That's not a part of this? No, it's the anxiety of bringing a baby into this world. Right, but it would bring you, yeah. No, no, if you no, haven't I had a get baby. It. I get it. And people who are... Most hit. of the group was female that said, no, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. That they don't want to have the baby. Um, people do not want to have... Uh, 
the fear of consequences on pregnancy, both economically yeah. and maybe if it's your first, the nervousness, yeah. just not going to try. And overall sexual activity, it's really gone unchanged. If you were not that interested in having sex before, you're not that interested now. So whatever you were like before, it's kind of the same. This was published in the Journal of Psychosomatic Obstruct. Obstetrics. How do you say that word? Obstetricians. No, obstetrics. Sure. Okay. You know those guys. <laughs> you know you yeah. had a baby. Well, obstetricians. Yeah, Julia's yeah, right. I said it's it right. The, the, the obstetricians. Sure. Uh, obst- don't O-B-G-Y-N. say G-Y-N. Don't. Baby doctors. No, it's like <laughs> a, the the shorter word. An obstetrician. Obd- <laughs> what the? <laughs> Them. Yeah. Obstet- it's called the practice of. Obstetriciany. Obstetrics. Fine. But I'm not saying that word right. No. Well, well you're we... called an optician. That's an eye doctor. No, you're called an obstetrist. We've said it too long now because I can't even think How of the right about word. The baby doctors. Yeah, OBGYNs. Anyway, it was that <laughs> magazine and, and gynecology that I got this sure. from. So, that word that we'll never know. Obstetrics. Sure. I'm afraid we're going to swear. So no, there, there is no word there. We can't say it. Donnie would know how to say oh. it. It's a hard word because we know it's an obstetrician yes. that practices the art of. So I'm saying the word. I can't. I can't say it because I mean Holly O B S T E T R I C S. Obstetrics. There. Let's call yes, it that. I'm gonna do that. Let's just call it that. Let's just call it that. Sure. Did you say it again? No. <laughs> Abstratics. I don't know. That's not. A, I know. Oh, the doctors out there are yelling. Well, if they're Who not are these in the car. two do do- dodos. Anyway, so people listen to us on the app, Laurie. We are being listened to um, more than we think. We've heard a lot of. Um, so anyway, people. the theory is there's going to be no baby boom. I in nine wouldn't expect from now. it. Yep, I would not expect it. I bet people are being extra careful. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Not Tristan Thompson. No, he he is not. And Mm-mm. here, if you're looking for and something, there's not going to be any accidents with strangers either, because there's no stranger danger happening right now. That's right. Here is a little fun project for the parents that do have children out there. And Don't you think they have enough going on? They do. Give them more. Here's one more. Maybe this will be fun. Maybe you've promised yourself you're going to make your kid like vegetables by the time this is all over. Okay. Guess what? The theory is been taken because you know, your mom would say, "Just eat it. If you eat, if you eat more of it, you'll grow to like it." Or you know, kind of yeah. like your mom or sure. someone would say that. Guess what? Bitter becomes better. Study finds you can train your taste buds to like veggies. Well, think of coffee. Coffee was so gross the first time you ever sipped it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then you added cream and sugar, and it was the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. And you put a cigarette with it. God, I used to love smoking back in the day. Breakfast of champions. Yeah, you know it. (laughs) This was published in one of my... Least favorite don't, journals, don't Chemical make... Senses. Oh, gosh. That one. We can say the name. But every forkful of food that enters your mouth, you know, it's the saliva. And kids always say stuff tastes bitter to them because I always thought it was because they had fresh taste buds. But it is, it is the proteins in your saliva. And we have like a thousand proteins in our saliva. And that influences what you how things taste so the more you eat something that's bitter 
the better it will taste. All right, so just feed, keep feeding it to them, parents, and then puree it and serve it to them in a drink. Yes, exactly. And if it, they don't eat it that way, serve it to them deep fried. Yeah, <laughs> something. I guess it, you can train your taste buds. Whether well, or not, who doesn't? I of course, because Brussels sprouts, I would have never even thought of putting in my mouth as a child, right? Because they smell like poopy cabbage. Yeah. yeah. But as an adult, that smells good to me. <laughs> poopy cabbage for dinner. Before we go to break, yeah. can we have Google set the record straight, please, yes, please. on how to say our mystery oh, word? Oh, please. Okay. Obstetrics. I, I did. I said obstetrics. Obstetrics. See. Obstetrics. Obstetrics. I'm saying it right. Say obstetrics. See, that's not obstetrics. Obstetrics. That's a, that's a hard word to say. Uh, that's what I think. Don't get that journal anymore. It's too hard to say. <laughs> I won't. I'm done getting the psychosomatic obstetrics and gynecology journal. Thank you. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. If you were all excited because Capone, the movie, is streaming, uh, you know, with Tom, Tom Hardy, uh, Holly posted, um, I don't know, was it a poster or a trailer that you posted? It was a trailer for the, the movie. Trailer. Mm-hmm. Does it look good? Sitting at 41% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Please. Rolling Stone gave it two and a half out of five star. The British actor goes for broke as the notorious gangster, even if the movie simply feels broken. Here's the problem with playing Al Capone. So many actors have done this, have played Al Capone. Yeah, well, uh, Robert De Niro in The Untouchables was was great. That's right. If you want to watch Tom Hardy be... Uh, gangsters watched the movie Legend where he plays the Cray brothers. Oh, the oh, twin yeah. London East End crime guys from the 1960s. Yeah, I always wanted to see that. That was, Wait, they, was they have a wild, they have a kind of an incredible true story. Oh, yeah. Well, it's at 61% on Rotten Tomatoes, oh. so it's a little better. Yeah. But that's just an interesting story. Okay. And no. Linda Cardellini is, is in, this? in this movie, this Capone. You know, he was only 48 when he died. And remember, he went to Alcatraz for uh, tax evasion, not for all the people he killed. Right. That's how they got him. That's how they got him. You've Loopholes. seen The Untouchables. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. So anyway, he's living out the last days of his head. Anyway, so it's... Uh, you know, I feel like this would be a movie that Casey yep. would want to see. He loves this kind of stuff. Kyle MacLachlan is a weirdo doctor who insists that Al Capone replaces cigars with healthy raw carrots. And Matt Dillon is in it. All right. As a fellow. Hood. I don't want to see it. I don't either. I don't you know what I it. watched last night? Three more episodes. Oh, God. Outlander. You did. Oh, my God. I'm on, C- I'm on episode seven. I have till Sunday night in the watchathon to watch all twelve, which I'll be able to do. Right, it's that good. Such an act. Claire, okay, Claire, okay, all right. Jamie the Ridge. I love that show. It's so good. This last season is so good. Just pick right up, Julia. I know that's such a time commitment. I'm so busy, <laughs> Julia. You're not. We have this conversation every day at every this time. Day. What are you going to do? Um, nothing. Nothing. Okay. So um, many wigs to talk to. Yeah. So, so many time. ads. So many ads. Okay. So I don't know if you guys. I know, Laura. You've never watched this, but I don't know if you're. Do you like HGTV, Holly? Yeah, every once in a while. Okay. So there's this show called Hometown, and it has 
Bannon, Aaron Napier. And if you look at them, he's a big burly guy. Oh, yeah, I know who they they're are. They're so talented. She's such, they're darling, and they live in this small town in, um, what's it called? Laurel, Mississippi, and they literally, the houses you buy for $50,000. Yeah. And then they remake them, and then she does a painting of the home. But she's, they're just so delightful, these two. Yeah. So they knew the photographer that worked on Chris Stapleton's tour, the musician, Chris Stapleton. Mm -hmm. And so they were on the tour, and then the photographer brought him backstage, and they ended up meeting Chris and his wife, and... And they just kind of made a funny thing that said they really want to get their hands on his Airstream um, his camper. Camper, yeah, because they want to make it over for him. And and they and so Chris Stapleton and his wife said, "You don't have to make it for over for us. We're just going to give it to you." Oh my word! I know wow. what a nice friend. But this is a darling show. Right. These are really cool. So I'm looking at this one where this woman had owned the house for 30 years and it sat empty. Oh. And and then it was renovated where the woman does the painting, yes. has the vision, then redoes it. Wow, okay. It's a huge it and they're syrupy sappy, but they're really kind of lovely. I've seen the I've seen them. I, I just I love this show. Julia, I have only room put, in my TV her right now for Outlander because I'm on a crunch to get it all right, finished. See, all right, you get that. I understand. You're gonna get that finished. I, I wanna see it. I don't I want to know what happens. It was driving me crazy not knowing because I've been a loyal, faithful fan for all this time watching. I it read week, the damn week. book. Why well, I, I tried in the day, I tried it's a bodice ripper. I bought it when we stayed at the Beverly Hilton when um, we won our Gracie Award oh, way yes. back when. And I had read the book. I finished, I, I was in need of a book and I was going up to um, uh, the little town, Ojai. Oh, that's right. And Casey and I were staying at like a little B&B or mm-hmm. not a B&B, some little casita thing. I needed a book. I went to the thing book at the Beverly and Hilton yeah. and that's what they had. It was I, Diana Gibralda. I hate reading my romance friend, novels. I see, and I love them, but that, I only read the first one because I thought I couldn't make it through another well, one. Well, that was nine hundred pages. That's why. Oh boy, that's it's the longest book <laughs> in America. And I read it. My friend was so into it. Oh, right I know. Before this ever people came love on TV. her books, but that oh. I want to watch that crap. I don't want to read that crap. Is do you know what I'm saying? I, I was get so it. glad they made that into a TV show. You know? Yeah, okay, fine. See, I can read the crap, but not 900 pages. Was, I wanted 250. Maybe it was 700, but it, it was, was a big. real long book, and I finally gave that book away because I was like, I'm never going to, this isn't my jam. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. I know it. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh, cosmic, crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.